Hello, and welcome to another episode of Fireside Poems. I'm Dr. J. Today's episode is another excerpt from Longfellow's long narrative poem, The Courtship of Miles Standish. In an earlier episode, we listened as Longfellow told the story of the first fatal encounter between Miles Standish and the native Massachusetts people. As in his historical source, the Chronicles of the Pilgrim Fathers, Longfellow shows Standish striking first, without warning, as he listens to the taunting of those confronting him, snatching from one his knife and driving it into his heart. With muskets against arrows, the English drive into the forest those they don't kill outright. Following this encounter, the head of one of the native leaders, Watawamat, is brought to Plymouth and displayed from the roof of the building that served as both fort and church. In today's passage, which is short but quite significant, we read of the reaction of the Plymouth colonists. Let's listen. From The Courtship of Miles Standish by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow Thus the first battle was fought and won by the stalwart Miles Standish, when the tidings thereof were brought to the village of Plymouth, and as a trophy of war the head of the brave Watawamot scowled from the roof of the fort, which at once was a church and a fortress, all who beheld it rejoiced and praised the Lord and took courage. Only Priscilla averted her face from this specter of terror, thanking God in her heart that she had not married Miles Standish, shrinking fearing almost, lest coming home from his battles he should lay claim to her hand as the prize and reward of his valor. The reaction of Priscilla to the head of Watawamat, so different from the reaction of her Puritan fellow colonists, is the key to the entire poem. Priscilla has a choice, or at least she makes a choice, the choice to marry John Alden rather than Miles Standish. Longfellow began establishing the significance of this choice in the very first sentence of The Courtship of Miles Standish. In the old colony days, in Plymouth, the land of the pilgrims, to and fro in a room of his simple and primitive dwelling, clad in doublet and hose and boots of cordovan leather, strode with a martial air, Miles Standish, the Puritan captain. Miles Standish is a soldier, a man of war and battle and killing. Longfellow tells us of the glittering weapons of warfare that stand about his room and hang on the walls, musket and matchlock and cutlass and sword. In the same scene as John Alden, sitting at his desk writing letters. He is a man of words, not action, with fair hair and a delicate complexion. The choice couldn't be more clear, the sword or the pen. When writing The Courtship of Miles Standish, Longfellow wasn't so much thinking about what America is as what America should be. What America is can be seen in the reaction of all the other good citizens of Plymouth, who rejoice in the severed head of their foe, taking courage in praising the Lord as if God himself or Christ 
had killed and beheaded Wadawamat. But Priscilla reacts quite differently, shuddering at the visage, the specter of terror, but not because she is afraid of Wadawamat, no. She is afraid of Miles Standish, the pilgrim hero. Rather than praising God for the killing of Wadawamat, she thanks God in her heart that she had not married Miles Standish. The Courtship of Miles Standish is a comedy in the literary sense of the term, a story that ends in marriage. In a comedy, the married couple at the end represents the future. Thus, at the end of James Fenimore Cooper's The Pioneers, the first written of the five novels that feature Natty Bumpo, the woodsman who carries a rifle in church and obeys only the laws of his own nature, a young couple that has befriended the old leather stocking Mary and the old man disappears into the forest. Romantic a figure as the old man is, he is not and cannot be America's future. Similarly, Longfellow hopes that Priscilla and John will be the future of America, not the dour and martial Puritans of the Pilgrim Colony. Let's listen again. From The Courtship of Miles Standish by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow Thus the first battle was fought and won by the stalwart Miles Standish. When the tidings thereof were brought to the village of Plymouth, and as a trophy of war the head of the brave Wadawamot scowled from the roof of the fort, which was at once a church and a fortress, all who beheld it rejoiced and praised the Lord and took courage. Only Priscilla averted her face from this specter of terror, thanking God in her heart that she had not married Miles Standish, shrinking, fearing almost, lest, Coming home from his battles, he should lay claim to her hand as the prize and reward of his valor. I've often alluded to the group of poets I've featured in this podcast as the fireside poets. They've also been called the schoolroom poets, as their poems have been thought safe enough, accessible enough, and moral enough to be appropriate for schoolchildren. Today, there is a lot of discussion about what materials are or aren't appropriate for school children, and I wonder if Longfellow and his fellow schoolroom poets would still be thought appropriate. The stalwart Miles Standish, the hero and protector of the pilgrims, is here not found preferable as the future of America. The pilgrims themselves are of doubtful virtue as they praise the Lord for the killing that will allow them to continue. Can we have such literature in America's classrooms today? I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and that you'll join me again next week for another episode of Fireside Poems. If you think others might enjoy Fireside Poems, please let them know about it through your social media, so that they might join you and me each week by the fireside.